Blog Talk Radio. Monday time, and we are here as always. And you got your buddy right here, the icon. And I got a, one of my friends here with me. I believe that Ted Zing is there. Zing in. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. How you doing? Good. Good to see you. Uh, I'm gonna hit the AC. There you go. There you go. All right. All right. So while I'm at it. Oh, and by the way, uh, hello, good evening, listeners. Uh, thank you, all my new Facebook friends. Uh, keep it coming. I'll have a uh, viewer mail later and go over some of your uh, your mail. Yeah, we'll answer all those questions as well. So this is Monday live on 89.1 Kens FM, and we have a big show here as always. Of course, I say that every week because it is true. Uh, tonight we have Ivy Smith, and of course she's known as uh, her famous role in Attack of the 50-Foot Cam Girl, so we're going to talk to her. Uh, we got Richard During, and he is a uh, director, and he's got a lot of movies under his belt. A couple projects that he's working on now. Maybe we'll try and uh, ask for a job later on. And also director Denny Schutman as well. So well, he, we can't fit all this into one show. Well, we're going to try, oh and uh, he is also a director, and we'll see if we can get a job with him as I well. Can't wait. So what's up with you, man? What's new? What is new? Um, let's see. Well, I, I just uh, we're going to debut our, our new segment of viewer mail today, where I'm going to be answering some of the uh, compelling questions that uh, uh, Facebook friends of uh, P E D X I N G at Pedzing on Facebook. Uh, I answer all your queries. So, um, also um, just been uh, I've been kind of going back and forth with uh, Carmine Caradonna, and uh, what a, what an interesting guy. He's got some great projects. Remember, he's going to send us some scripts. Yep. Yep. So uh, we've been we've been in talks. I got I got two two ideas for him too. In one of them, I'm gonna play the uh, the slightly younger version of him from his memories, you know, from his stories, and they're gonna intercut like you know, Pulp Fiction with his with his present day self. You know what I mean? Well, that sounds like one. That's a good one. Oh, and the other one is gonna be like uh, Karate Kid. You know, remember he's uh, in the Wing Chun. Yeah. And uh, so I'm gonna be it's gonna be instead of Karate Kid, it's gonna be Wing Chun Zing, because I'm Zing, I'm Ted Zing, right? Gotcha. Uh, and it's Wing Chun. By the way, uh, thanks for having me, uh, Icon. Back well, to you. Well, I'm, 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 I'm glad that you're here, and uh, unfortunately, Matthias is not here with us. Man, what's up with him? Well, he's got some uh, he's got some issues uh, which which we cannot discuss. He will be here with us next week. I know. And we're gonna have. Well, we're gonna just try and figure. Shout out to Nightmare. Yeah, we're just gonna try and uh, get things done together. You and I, we can do it. a couple of buddies just hanging out like we used to. But hey, the old times. Right. We know a guy. So anyway, there's not much been going on in my horizon. I mean, uh, I had to, had a little. Tell me about your health. Well, my health is is better. Uh, my wife. Your wife. My wife better is day. having some issues. I can ask. And if we can definitely have, you know, I, I I've never been though. 
the the one that's you know goes and asks for prayers and whatnot. But I'm praying for you. Know, if, yeah, if you guys could uh, uh, pick a few good thoughts and send them my wife's way, uh, my precious Bernadette. Uh, she's been yeah, having some, yeah, she's been having some leg issues, and we are slowly working through those. The lady icon. And hopefully, with all the stuff that we got planned to get her back on track, things will work out and everything will be fine. Definitely. But it's 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 going to be a slow process. It's not going to happen overnight, unfortunately. Right. We're working through some stuff. You guys got this. We do, and uh, Bernadette is very very strong-willed, and you can tell that because she's married to me, so (laughs) there you go. Where's your wah, 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 wah? Well, I I don't know. Uh, Where's your cart? uh, Well, apparently, apparently, um, our friend uh, Big Swing is not listening right now because he likes to play those. Oh. You know, he always likes to play those. There you go. Right on cue. Right on cue. Right. He always, the time is impeccable. He always likes to play those when we're uh, when we least expect it. Or, or sometimes when I do expect it, then he doesn't play it. Then he like delays like he just did there. Right. I like that putting the pause. Exactly. It's a callback. So real quick here, there's one other thing the that we wanted. Is. We do want to uh, talk about gotcha. here real quick, is uh, coming up in. The end of October here to be the last Saturday of October, as a matter of fact. It's going to be October 28th. 89.1 Kens FM is going to have their annual fun drive at Rick's Bar here in Fargo. Hey, can I go? Yes, you can. <laughs> yes. And uh, they do... Uh, they do... They get a plus one? Yes. They Costumes are uh, encouraged. And come on out. Uh, we're going to have a silent auction uh, there's going to be. I'm gonna wear a Chad Ostendorf costume. Yeah, there's going to be some. There's going to be some uh, guitar amps. There's going to be some stereo equipment, and it's just going to be a good time. And uh, for the next couple of weeks, we'll be pitching that to everybody to let you know where you can. Uh, Signed up. Pitch. Yeah, where you can donate and uh, join us. It's gonna. It's gonna be fun at Rich Bar on Main well. Avenue. I'm sure you've been to Rick's Bar before, have you not? Definitely. And like I say, Pedzing will be there. The Icon will be there. I don't think Matthias will be there uh, because I'm sure he'll be doing some wrestling that night. If not, defending his world title. Yep. If not, he, I'm sure he'll make an appearance. Uh, are you willing to give autographs at this thing if uh, they ask? Uh, sure. You got me. I, I know I'm charitable this Halloween season. <laughs> I know I will be if they ask. Uh, as a matter uh, of fact, oh, also I'm giving away uh, ten locks of my hair. There you go. As a matter of fact, I might even pay to have people take my. Uh, I may pay people to take my autograph as well. So, how about your uh, aluminum album? Oh yeah, if I if I can find <laughs> album that charges with aluminum. Yeah, if I can find copies of aluminum, uh, aluminum, I would definitely sell them. I'm gonna pirate that on uh, on a bit tour. You know the inter- <laughs> you know the one interesting thing is uh, it is true that the, the show crime. the show does uh, does go better when we have three wheels. Unfortunately, we have two. What are you trying to say? I'm so offended. And are you saying I'm lesser? I'm, I'm just not no, enough. No, it's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I get you. But it's come just on. that when we're waiting for our first guest to call and uh, there's not updates from three people. Oh. 
it just kind of kind of drags on. Well, so I, I got I got a quick shout out. Uh, maybe it takes a little time here. Uh, quick shout out to uh, and congratulations again to Janet Lewis who won the puppy in our latest contest last week. So, uh, congratulations, Janet. Enjoy your new puppy. All right, can't wait for the next contest. I don't know what we're giving away next time, but stay tuned. I was not aware of that. Yeah, I I, I totally forgot. I, I was remiss. So, uh, it was it was in a, uh, awarded in a separate ceremony that wasn't during our show live. All right. Well, let's let's kind of like stuntmen awards and stuff. Yeah, stunt as, long, awards. as long as we're waiting here, let's Sorry. talk a little. Uh, let's talk a little current events yeah, here. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what. I don't know uh, if you've been following it, but I'll tell you what. I am really getting tired of this whole Taylor Swift thing. What? Uh, have you been uh, have you been keeping up with that? Have you been following us? Like she appears at a football game now. Everybody's wondering, oh, is she going to be at the next game? I mean, who cares? You know, I'm just on the edge of my seat wondering which hue of red lipstick she's going to wear in the next uh, media circus. Yeah, it, it's just ridiculous. I got I mean, chart going. Just, just uh, you know, who cares? I, I don't know. I yeah, I saw I saw a clip. Why, why is it even a headline? I I don't know. You don't know? Um, no. Well, I don't either. And uh, it's uh, must-see TV. It's riveting television. Right. You know, it's kind of like the uh, kind of like the whole blind vicarious. It's people like living vicariously through her and, yeah. and him. It's kind of like the whole blindside okay. deal. You know, they they had, they made a big deal about that too. No one cares about okay. that either. I'm just a fan of the music. All right. I'm, well, a, I'm, I'm a radio. I'm a radio mime and radio true chromer, not a fighter. Okay. Well, you, hey, I don't have a problem with music either, but I don't. Rubik's Cube Master. My point is, I do not care what football game she's at. <laughs> hey, did they win, whoever it was? I, well, is, she, there, I, is there a Taylor effect yet? Well, apparently, she, effect? apparently she's been going to Kansas City Chiefs no, game. Swift effect. And I, I could care less, and I don't even know why it's such a, such a. Uh, hey, Scott, I got one piece of advice for you. I don't know who you're talking about. I mean, Icon. I got one yeah. piece of advice for you. Shake it off. <laughs> yeah. I'd sure like to shake it off, baby. You know, the whole the That's, whole, all, that's all I got to say. The whole in, the point, word, in the immortal world of Taylor Swift. The whole shake point it off, of this, icon. The whole point of this is to have a conversation <laughs> on first guest calls. No, I, I, yeah, I just have no opinion on it, really. Hey, is it good for them? They're just two clean kids trying to have a good time, and I'm all for it. Spread the love. Hey, the more people that are, are having fun and happy in this world, the better for everybody. Well, I guess that I'm going to ride the fun train, man. I, I guess that's true, but yeah. but otherwise, I don't really care. No, and I'm more into myself and my own public persona. And no one else should. Building my media empire. <laughs> but it, it for for some reason for the last couple of weeks it it's been uh it, it's been on the headlines, and I just I just I guess I don't get it. Hey Scott, keep me posted on that. All right. All right. Well, you got to use my right name. I mean, icon. Thank you. Yeah, I'm new here. Sorry, once again. All right. Hey, so, you're, you're be glad to know, though. Uh, caller 10 right now gets gets mud flaps. Caller 10. Call, call in. Uh, we don't take callers. Caller number 10 gets uh, we, mud We don't take callers giving away mud flaps. And the reason why we don't take callers is because when we used to take callers, uh, there used to be guys that would call in and just, like, swear and get us in trouble, so we don't take calls anymore. Hey, we... I, I heard a rumor about a, a, a certain toilet being flushed often. Yeah, yeah, we used to have that guy too. Like, how often was this? Well, it, well, when we before we hit Ken's FM, it used to be every week <laughs> when we were just on blog talk. So, Whoa. that's commitment, right? I mean, you got to give it to the person. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I guess. Oh, at least they were a life form. Might have been an alien. 
So, yeah, so we're just waiting for our first guest, Ivy Smith. And uh, I, I am really waiting, uh, looking forward to talking to her about Icon. Yeah. Do you know that I have a Magic Records and a Baboon Heart? What is that? It's from Untamed Heart with, uh, what's his name? And, uh, what's her name? Uh, Liz Tomei and <laughs> yeah, it's never, a quote from it. It was from the Minneapolis. Oh, I never saw it. It's a little gem. Is it good? Is it, was it good? Catch, I've never seen it. He catches the hockey game in, uh, at a uh, North Star game and he dies and stuff. Really? It's a feel good hit of the summer. Uh, he has that quote in there. She has that quote. Oh, never heard of it. He's got magic records and a baboon heart. He had a heart transplant of a baboon. I don't know. Oh, never heard it's, of it. It's a magical tale on a faraway land. I highly recommend it to everybody listening today. And thanks again to all my Facebook, uh, my new Facebook friends. I, I guess you, I guess you become uh, popular on Facebook. I had to right? follow. Uh, you know, smash the like and subscribe. Uh, well, I, you know, I guess you know we, uh, for our first guest call. Uh, well, I'm the name of the station, Cam's FM. Talks uh, calls in. Uh, I guess we could uh, update that uh, one of my favorite football teams, unfortunately, had a loss this weekend. And oh. my other favorite football team, Ohio State. Uh, no, they didn't play. Okay. Uh, NDSU lost their first game against wow. South Dakota, Unheard. and the Vikings won their first game against Car- uh, the Panthers. So. I don't believe that. Are you sure? Yep. I, I got to watch it again. I I was at uh, I, I was at the NDSU game. It was depressing. Wow, sorry. That, that's terrible. Yeah, well, very rare, very rare. I mean, yes. What are the odds? Well, you know, it, it's getting to the point where we can't have the mentality. You know, we all we got to do is step on the field and get a victory. It, it's not right. like that anymore. Right. But However, this is South Dakota State. The last time we lost to them was in 2015. Get you, get you, Wow. You're, you're not much of a sports fan, are you? I'm all over it. I just want to show uh, undo allegiance to any particular team, other than the Vikings, of course, uh, Kings. And the twins, but uh, beyond that, uh, hey, anyone's game, anytime. Well, you know, they just have fun with their kids. Speaking of the twins, you know, they start the playoffs tomorrow. <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking about. See, how about that? Uh, any, catch me outside. Any, predi- any predictions on that? They go all the way, and the Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl this year. I don't know if you heard that yet. Well, I, <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready hey, to. Uh, I'm not ready every game, every year, forever. That's hey. I know they're going to show up the big game. I know. I understand. You gotta get, give me this, you know, for a few games here, you know, the belief that they might win the Super Bowl in my lifetime. Well, I, I've been believing that since. Uh, Don't stop. I, I've been believing that since uh, I was uh, since I was a kid, and uh, I've had my heart broken more times than. Dreams. I've had I've had my heart broken more times than uh, oh you can God. think. So anyway, let's uh, let's get uh, let's get serious if we could, uh, and uh, we're just waiting for our first guest call in. Hopefully, it'll be soon. And, don't stop uh, believing, Scott. Don't, don't, uh, don't stop believing. We will uh, take a commercial break. When Who's Scott guy? Yeah. I, so, anyway. Uh, so, for the next two nights, I guess uh, the Twins play the Blue Jays. They play – well, they actually play in the afternoon. Uh, they play uh, 3.38 tomorrow and then 3.38 on Wednesday. Unfortunately, I'm going to be at work, so I won't be able to watch the games. But I will record – I will DVR them, I guess – I, I, I guess they're still recording. I will not tell you the outcome before you have seen your your recordings. Well, yeah. Well, let's hope not. <laughs> right. Because that, that, there's a reason for recording it. Yes. That's the worst. Isn't that the worst when someone they just find out, you know, even accidentally or randomly, and you've, you've like gone three hours without you know hearing the result of a game, and you got it you know ready to go, you're gonna watch it, and someone spills the beans just randomly. Well, yeah, I've, I 
<laughs> you know, I, I used to have a roommate that would do that. I'd, I'd purposely, you know, I would, I would record a show, and then I know that he would watch it before I got uh, before I got home, and I would always tell him, "Don't tell me what happens. I want to watch it." Then he would tell me what happened. No. You know, it's kind of like, hey, the Titanic sunk. You know, it's all great. I don't need to go see the movie. Spoiler alert, guys. So we're just waiting for our first guest to call in. Hey, you just ruined the whole history of the Titanic vessel for all the children and adults that haven't heard any history or seen uh, major motion pictures. In oh, the really? I mean, well, if, if you... If you spoiler alert. There if, you, if you haven't figured out, if you don't know the history of Titanic by now, uh, I don't know where you oh, can too soon, too soon. Yeah. Well, it, well. anyway. Uh, all right, so our first guest is here. We're going to take a quick little commercial break. We'll be back after this. So stick with us after these messages, and we will return. Stay with us. The new Woodspring Suites of Fargo, located at 1090 35th Street North at the I-29 and 12th Avenue North Interchange. It's an extended-stay, pet-friendly hotel with kitchenettes in every room, including a stovetop, full-size fridge, and microwave, plus a big 40-inch flat-screen TV with free Wi-Fi. You can book a room at 701-582-1600 or online at www.woodspring.com. Woodspring Suites of Fargo, rated 4.2 by TrustScore. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. If you ask her, she can tell you she is 50 foot tall and bulletproof. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you one of the most talented actresses in the world today. She is our guest at this time, and she is Ivy Smith. Wow. Hey, this is Ivy Smith. You're listening to Attitude Era Monday Live. Mondays on 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the icon and Ped Zing, also with the big swing and the modern nightmare Mathis. <laughs> how, how are you? I'd be good to have you with us. Hi. Yeah, wow, I love that introduction. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for the introduction. That's beautiful. Now, tell me, was that not the best introduction you've ever had? Um, I want people to announce me that way everywhere. Nice. I well, <laughs> you know, I, I, always, I always try my best to overachieve. Nice work. So here's how we're going to do this, Ivy. We got, uh, we got uh, 26 minutes here with you. And uh, basically what we're going to do is I'm going to ask you some questions, and we'll have Ted ask you some questions. Unfortunately, uh, it's just the two of us tonight because our one co-host is having some issues, so he's not able to join us. But we'll, we'll have just as much fun together, the three of us, yeah. you, me, and a dog named Boo. So here's what we're going to do here. If you want to give us a little background about yourself, and then I'll ask you a few questions, and we'll do Matthias or uh, I, uh, that thing, and then we'll we'll come back to me, and I will ask you the jumper questions. So go ahead. Okay. So my name is Ivy, obviously. Um, I live in San Diego, and I actually moved here from Guam. I was living, like, overseas in Guam, um, and before that, I lived in Florida, so I've been all across the country and around the world, and here I am in San Diego. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's me. So be, being, uh, being in Guam, what was that like? Oh, it was really cool. I was there on an entertainer contract, and I was working at nightclub venues, and it was really fun. My lifestyle there was like, Dance party all night and spend all day at the beach in the sun, maybe a little bit hungover. Um, it was really fun, though. 
Man, that sounds like that was uh, strenuous. Uh, that was a strenuous lifestyle. Sounds like it really was. <laughs> and and I'm sure that when you were when you were dancing in the clubs and you were lying on the beach, you're like going, you know, one day I'm going to be on the Icons uh, radio show. And I know that's what you're thinking. It, it was a dream of mine. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe it's coming true. You know, you just kind of <laughs> manifest things. You know. Well, you know, we try, and uh, we have Ivy Smith as our guest here. We've got 25 minutes here with Ivy. So uh, we're going to talk about a few of your movies, and then um, we'll have uh, Ped Zing ask you a couple questions. But the first one, of course, we want to talk about probably your most famous one, Attack of the 50-Foot Cam Girl. So how did you land that role as Beverly Wood? Well, surprisingly enough, I landed that role via Facebook. I had done a photo shoot with Debbie Dutch, who is this awesome screen queen actress, and she knew I wanted to be an actress. She knew I went to college for it. It was my passion. It's what I studied. I cared about it. And she said, you know, I, I like you. I'll put in a good word with you. And I was just bumping around on Facebook, and I saw people you may know, Jim Winorski, and I added yep. him, and he, he writes me, and he says, so you're an actress? And I'm like, yeah, I, I guess. Ha, ha, ha. And he says, this never <laughs> happens, but literally, this never happens, but we're casting for a movie, and I think you would be good for the 50-foot cam girl. Oh, it's the 60-foot cam girl then. <laughs> so here's my question. Uh, the, the role you played was attacking the 50-foot cam girl. Uh, how tall are you in real life? <laughs> I am five foot six. That's a very good question. So if you're five foot six and you play, you had to play a fifty foot cam girl, and of course there had to be uh, camera trickery and CGI and whatnot. What was that like? Did they like uh, like put you on like miniature sets and then have you like walk all over, kind of like a Godzilla thing? Or what, how did they do that? Or did they uh, film you and then uh, they put you uh, digitally on the the set in a smaller uh, a smaller capacity i was really fortunate with this movie because i was able to do a lot of the old school movie magic kind of things i'm mostly in front of miniatures the cgi it's not a lot of cgi it's a lot of camera trickery it's a lot of practical effects it's not computer great computer generated graphics there's um a few green screen moments but for the most part, I am just on a miniaturized set. The coolest thing. So we're filming in the mansion, and there's this pool house out there. And the next day I show up, and the pool house has been miniaturized because I have to act in front of it. And I'm just like, whoa. Like, I was looking at this pool house all day, and now it's shrunk down right next to me. <laughs> wow. And were you like, how did you guys get it that small? Uh, did you bring a magician in here? <laughs> The um, the very talented Jeff Leroy uh, works with a lot of giant stuff. He he likes to he likes to make you know giant uh, movies with giant girls, right? And I mean, I definitely felt like Godzilla. You said something about Godzilla earlier, and I really did feel like Godzilla stomping around on everything. Well, you know the the main difference between you and Godzilla. I'd rather date you. Thank you. <laughs> There's been a rivalry for a while between me and Godzilla, so I'm just I'm glad I won. 
Well, I'll tell you what, uh, I'm going to introduce you to my co-host. His name is Ben Zing, and he uh, he loves the 50-foot cam girl. As a matter of fact, he, uh, he, uh, he, he's seen it, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 times. and thinking, you know what, one day I'll get to talk to her, one day I'll get to ask her for a date. So go ahead, Ben Zing, what do you got? Hey, what are you doing later tonight? Hi, Ted Zing. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, good evening. It's uh, wonderful having you on our show. Thank you for uh, stopping by this evening and answering a few of our queries. Uh, love the film. Great flick. Hey, hey, thanks a lot. Um, I get that a lot. Here's the table, guys, with the deep voices. <laughs> anyway, so back to you. So um, those sets on uh, the, your film are just beautiful. I got to say, the in-camera you know, effects and the sets, just beautiful. Uh, can you kind of go into like how those sets are made and tell us a little bit more about those sets? I mean, the acting, of course, I mean, just off the page, but those sets are just luscious. Yeah, she should have won an Oscar for that. Right? <laughs> I think I think I should have won the best kiss on MTV. You know, they have their MTV Movie Awards, and I think I should have gotten best kiss for when I pick up the scientist and kiss him, because that was so funny to me. I thought that you were, uh, I thought you were totally uh, uh, uh Messed in that one. You, uh, you were you were screwed in that one. You you should have won. You got robbed. You did get robbed. Yes. I want my money back. Yeah. I, thank you. Thank you. I, next year, just write it in on the ballot. I guess. I think. I think the VMAs does that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the sets were beautiful. A lot of it was shot. So uh, for for this movie, I drive up to this mansion in Beverly Hills, and. It's it's a gorgeous mansion, and I get to pretend that's my house, like, so cool. And it has all these different rooms in it that look like little apartments. So for Fuchsia's um, interior, like, for her for her apartment, it was just a room in the same mansion. And that was really cool. Sure. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, the outdoor sets, I mean, we're just shooting with just beautiful lighting, outdoor lighting, really bright, and it just overlooks all of LA and it, it was just so cool at, at the end of shooting each day I would just sit on the cliff and just look out at the at the city and the stars and I loved it in the golden hour yes yeah I love uh, uh, southern LA and uh, San Diego I've only been there twice but I did surf there I gotta come back love it there you know the oh, interesting yeah. thing was, you know one thing I was going to ask you Ivy is you know you're your role as the uh, Attack of the 50-foot cam girl, was there any pushback uh, uh, from uh, Daryl Han- Hannah? Of course, you know, she was, uh, uh, yeah, no, she was a 50-foot, um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, what was she? Uh, she was Attack the, of the 50-foot woman. Yeah, exactly. Did, was, it, was there any pushback or any gimmick infringement complaints when you were filming because of that? No, but I, I know uh, Bradley Alliance who made – Attack of the 50-foot cheerleader, and he was a little bit like, what? When he found out, like, he was not too successful to see, like, so he was nice about it. <laughs> the funny thing is, the, the actress in that movie has the same last name as me. Hey, it's a sub-community. What do you, you know, what do you want? Yeah, well, the, the only reason why the director was upset is because he realized he cast the wrong actress. He wanted you. <laughs> I would have been too young. <laughs> it's a, now, you... If I'm not mistaken, you also made a sequel uh, to that, uh, what was it, Giantess Battle, uh, Battle Attack? Hey, wait, this is PG-13 here. I yeah, Giantess Battle Attack. Uh, you were also battling with that. Was that like a sequel or a prequel? Or 
a takeoff. What was that? It was a sequel. It was going to be called Revenge of the 50-Foot Cam Girl. But here's the thing. Using Cam Girl in the title was a little problematic. On YouTube, they posted as Attack of the 50-Foot Influencer, right? Because, you know, it just gets flagged as something that it isn't. You know, it's an R-rated movie, but it's, God forbid. And so it's Giantess Battle Attack for the sequel. And it was really fun to film. It was so funny. So I joked about how in the next movie I should take down an alien. Like, there should be a giant woman who's an alien from outer space, and we battle. And I made this joke, and I swear, that's where they got the idea, because that was the plot. Right? Man. You know, one thing... That's a good idea, by the way. Well, one thing you did mention is you're good friends with Debbie Dutch, correct? Yes, she's awesome. You know, uh, uh, she w- she is going to be a, a future guest on our show. Oh, really? Uh, I'm working on uh, scheduling that for 2024. Uh, we're okay. actually booked up. Yeah, we're actually booked till the end of 2024. Yeah, we're uh, However, a few openings did uh, come available because of the whole the whole strike. So get in on the ground floor. But uh, we're, we're, well, I'm definitely going to work on uh, Maybe Maybe you can uh, contact her and give her a good word for us. I definitely will do that. Most certainly. Oh, she high. put a good word in for me, so I will definitely do the same. Right. So I've, I've been some of those guests here on 89.1 Kids. I've been, we've got about 15 minutes here. And uh, so uh, a lot of fun. And for those of you who listen to our Facebook, uh, our show here on a regular basis, if you go to our Facebook page, 89.1 Kids FM, like that, go to Attitude Era, Monday Live Monday, like that. Do a $10 month donation to follow this hour. We'll get you automatically qualified to win a autographed picture from a past guest, current guest, future guest. And I've even been out mistaken. I think you either are sending some or you did send us some already. Swaggeth. <laughs> yeah. I, Sweet. Thank you a lot. Much appreciated. I've been smiling oh, this whole time. Love. My cheeks hurt. Well, oh, yeah. So what uh, what uh, projects are you go are, are you working on oh, now? I, I believe one of them is Lust Magic and the Witches Sabbath. Can you tell us about that? Or, I know. Uh, or do you have to uh, yeah. keep that in rest? That movie uh, we we wrapped on filming. Um, it was so cool. So I actually went to Omaha to film it. And part of the reason I took this role is because my best friend lives in Omaha, Nebraska. I used to live there when I was a kid, and so that was like. Cool, <laughs> you know, I get to I get to go right. make a movie and see my best friend, right? Win win. And so I got the role of Crazy Mary, who is I guess the not the protagonist but the antagonist of the movie because she antagonizes everyone. She is a religious radical um, who hates witches, and lo and behold, the movie has a lot of witches in it. Really, uh, I've never yeah. guessed. Yeah. So, so you, there's a scene. Uh, so, I'm not going to spoil it too much. But I throw holy water on a witch, screaming like, "Repent!" Like just being totally nuts. So, so you, your, so your character is not a witch, then, correct? No, she, she, uh, she's very, very religious. The anti-witch. Oh, you're the anti. Okay, so you're, you're, you're trying to, you're, you're trying to take them out. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I guess I'm the villain to some. In my eyes, I'm the hero, but. <laughs> And I believe that you was go, uh, that was uh, directed by uh, Andrew Chambers. What's it like working with him? Um, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I think he. Uh, yeah. 
Well, trust me, he's not listening. So I'll take your word for you it. Can, you can give us a, you can give I us an insight. I, I sure he's not listening. You're really selling him on this one. <laughs> and, and, you, and, you are, and you already you already said the the film lap. So what are you gonna do? Cut your roll? You're in. <laughs> in the can, baby. Oh, that's just a royalty. I have to record a voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> nice. In a world. Uh, Ivy Smith is <laughs> voiceovers. So what, what else? What else are you keeping busy with now? What else are you working on besides uh, wrapping up with that film? What, what else? She's, you trying to, the she's trying to woo and court me on air as we speak. Can't you tell, Icon? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I just um, I just finished this um, this cruise. It was uh, sponsored by Select Model Events, and basically, uh, a photographer sponsors a model to go on a cruise, and it's this whole group. And I just got back from that, and that was really fun. And what I'm working on next, um, I have a few fan projects that I'm working on, which that's kind of cool. And then I'm just, you know, auditioning for some stuff. Nothing I can really say yet, but there's going to be some really good stuff coming soon. So I guess my next question is, uh, on the you were on the cover of Attack of the 50-Foot Cam Girl. You're also on the uh, cover of the, the Giantness. Did you get to keep that dress? Oh, I have that dress. That was my own dress. Nice. I did all of the wardrobe for Beverly, and it was actually funny. I found out the night before the first movie that I was responsible for wardrobe. I thought there was going to be someone doing that, obviously. So I go, and I just find, like, you know, some clearance rags, and I get everything right and tight, because I think, what does Beverly wear, you know? It's a hot look. I kind of dig the boots, too. Oh, thanks. So, so yeah, I would be awesome with, that. Just so now, let me ask you this: Do you have like, uh, do you have like a like a woman cave, and you have like the uh, the boots and the the dress hanging like on the wall in the glass case? He loves guests to describe the woman cave to him. I do. I, I do. Actually, be descriptive. I actually almost donated the dress, and my boyfriend stopped me because I was like clearing out my closet, like, oh, some of this stuff, I'll just send it to the thrift store, and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Right, that's a piece of history. And like rescued the dress because I was so careless with it. So I mean, maybe I should put it on display and, and treasure it a you little bit. Yeah, handle it with. Yeah, handle it with white gloves. Right, or or your boyfriend <laughs> said, "Hey, don't don't you're not going to donate that." Uh, I tell you what, let me uh, let me borrow that for about twenty minutes, and then you then you wonder why it's on uh, it's it's on eBay, and then you're getting uh, getting people uh, offers saying, "Yeah, I'll give you ten thousand dollars for that thing." <laughs> Oh. Wow, really? So I put it on eBay? You never know. Whatever the market will bear. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. There, there is people that will spend a lot of money on movie props and movie outfits. You would not believe the market out there. We have to show another. Uh, uh, That's like getting Pamela Anderson's Baywatch swimsuit. <laughs> right? Jackpot. Well, what, that went for like uh, $500,000 or something, didn't it? Wow. I love me some Pamela. I do not know A that. lot of my fans, so a lot of my fans, they think I'm a giant. I don't know. If I give them the dress, they might, they might be disappointed at the size. Well, well, hey, I, I have a way around that. Here's what you do. You're a giant in my mind. Here's what you do. You say that uh, I, I am a giant. Okay, so here's what happened. It's I in my, the wash. I, I let my boyfriend, <laughs> no, I let my boyfriend do the laundry, and this is what happened. All right. And all of my whites are pink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know the feeling. 
<laughs> That's why my <laughs> wife won't ever let me do laundry anymore. <laughs> uh, Ivy Smith, I, I, I get sure, you guys do it wrong on purpose. <laughs> uh, Ivy Smith, I get your name. You don't have to do it again. It's a good look. Yeah, we're on 89.1 Chance of them here, and uh, we got Ivy Smith over guest here, and we got about uh, 10 minutes left. <laughs> yeah. Hey, are you having fun, Ivy? I'm having fun. Of course I'm she is. Fun. I'm having a great time. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Thanks again for stopping by. <laughs> so we we we, we, oh, we yeah, talked about. Uh, so I, I'm kind of curious that you may. Uh, I'm kind of curious about this cruise that you were talking about. Now, did they they? You said they 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 spot you had a sponsor, right? So did he like uh, say, okay, here's a ticket for the cruise. Uh, here's ten thousand dollars spending money, and uh, here is the uh, three uh, bikinis I want you to model when yeah. you're on the ship. What's the scoop on this whole thing? Yeah, you got to tell us about that. What's the scoop on the gig? Okay, so it's um select model events. You can find them on Instagram. So it's basically so um, all the models share a cabin, all the photographers share a cabin. There's no like cohabitation going on, tell me and more. You, just, you basically score a free vacation. And the photos are, like, paparazzi style. And I've done shoots where – so you stand, you pose, and, like, four to five different photographers are taking your photograph. So you have to, like, put your eyes in each camera. But you hold the pose and just move your eyes down the line. Do another pose, move your eyes to each camera. It's actually really fun because you'll get so many different photos of the exact same thing because their style and how they're doing it will be just so different. And I really like the paparazzi style photos. So it's, it's really fun. So, well, then here's my question though. With that being said, though, how do you know that it's not some rogue photographer that's going to sell your pictures to like, like National, Icon? Yeah, and like National Enquirer or something like that. <laughs> or or well, National you know, Make. It hasn't happened I, to me yet. I've had those paranoid moments. I was on Catalina Island, and they had me stand on this light post. And pose, and it was really fun. I was just doing something cute, and I'm like, oh my god, what if some paparazzi just out of the corner takes my picture and is like, actress going crazy, <laughs> like, because I'm swimming on the light post, and it just it would look like madness. Because you can take a picture and put some words under it, and then you ha- then you have the story and proof. You know, take a picture, make up, make up something, and then bam, it's proof. This is what happened. And you're gonna become a viral meme before you know it. Exactly. Oh so, or like, uh, or like, uh, you know, you'll turn on, you'll turn on the episode of Pawn Stars, and they'll say they'll be pawning like twenty-five pictures of you. It's like, uh, here's a picture of Ivy Smith. She was the fifty-foot cam girl, and uh, these are uh, these are pictures. And then he, he tries to pawn them for like five thousand dollars, and you had no idea he even took them. Oh well, I mean, I sign release forms. I try to be really aware of where cameras are. And how I'm right. posing and, and how I behave, you know. I, I try to be conscious of that. Man, I'm a little bit afraid of being a big celebrity because that sounds really scary. You're making me very nervous. I'm like, oh, no. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but, you know, you never know. Let me ask you this, then. I thought, <laughs> now, but, now, you... Uh, do you know exactly how many different photographers are going to be uh, photographing you at, 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 at the time? Do they, like, tell you we have, like, six photographers out there, we have ten photographers, or do you not know? There's never more than ten. Um, when you so, so it's not sponsored through the cruise line company. It's, like, independently done, right? 
through um, select model events, but you know through the group how many are there because everyone meets up, um, has a dinner. You know, they all have their, you know, because on the cruise you have the dinner. So everyone has their dinner together, talks about what they're shooting the next day. And it's cool because you get these nice locations, you know, because you go into port. And what is there to do at port? Because you're there for a few hours, do a photo shoot. <laughs> photo shoot. It's a walk-off. Billy Zane comes out and announces a walk-off. Walk off the boat, take some pictures, get back <laughs> on. Landers on. So, now, so do you think you, you would ever have to worry about, like, uh, like like we just talked about, like a photographer uh, takes your your picture and you weren't aware of it and you, you signed the release, and then uh, let's say you're you're at the grocery store and uh, you see your, your, a picture of you on the cover of Glamour magazine, and you're like, don't tell I come what grocery store you go to. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you'd be like, I don't remember I don't remember posing for Glamour magazine, but this is like really cool. And I'm you're like, like, hey, where's my paycheck? <laughs> right, exactly. Ching. And then you like, <laughs> then you like. Buy, buy. You, you like spend like thirteen dollars for the magazine, and then you look photo credited to uh, Jeremiah Singa Dinga Winga Flinga from Tokyo. That's a really uh, great name! Like, wow, wow. Yeah, and you're like, I gotta find this guy because I don't remember anybody telling me that he was on the ship. Yeah, where did he come from? He was yeah, hiding. He hey, what's going on here? Or, or or you find yeah, out. Yeah, I see a linga dinga flinga. Or you're like, he's I like, hate, I'm like. I hate buying my own stuff. I would not buy that thirteen dollars uh, magazine. I would steal it and I would say, well, clearly it's mine. This is my picture. Clearly. I hate buying my own stuff. <laughs> or, or you like find out he was like a photographer on like a speedboat circling the circling the yacht and taking pictures and you weren't even aware. Oh, yeah. I've probably spoiled. I've probably spoiled it now. That's probably what's going to happen next time I get on one of these things. It's all good. Well, okay. Here's the deal, <laughs> though. If that does happen, national guard. Like, hey, get these guys. <laughs> if that does happen, call me, and I will be your agent from yeah. now on. But what about maritime law? Right. On the international high seas? Hmm. Yeah. Mar- maritime law? Oh. That, that sounds very titanic to me. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> oh, it's just like um, how the law is different at sea because you're not on land, so whose jurisdiction are you in? Relating to oceans or seas or large bodies. The answer is you're in the boat's jurisdiction. Well, well, then I guess we'll just have to call the Navy SEALs then, I guess. Sea, air, <laughs> land. Ivy Smith, I guess you've got about, uh, we got about uh, three minutes left here with Ivy Smith. So if our fans want to check you out and see it, do you got a Facebook, an Instagram, YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok? What do you got? Oh, okay. So I, I have a Facebook. I made a public Facebook. I did it. It's It's Ivy Smith. I'm the blonde one. There's another Ivy Smith. I'm the blonde one. Um, and I have an Instagram. Let's see. What's that Instagram? Sorry. I was like, my social media has been so personal. I'm just trying to be, like, more public about it. So, oh, it's um, that Ivy Smith for the Instagram. So, actually, I had an Instagram, and it got hacked, like, right after I filmed the movie. So, I just started building it back up. So, if anyone wants to follow me, please follow me. Because it looks cool when you have a lot of followers. Definitely. Oh, I, I, I definitely <laughs> follow me as well. I, I, I definitely love that. I invite you personally to follow me as well. P E D S I N G. So, so just Facebook and uh, so just Facebook and Instagram. You don't do the TikTok. You don't do the, you don't do the Twitch or the Twitter. 
Um, you know, I, I, I do, I do like some video stuff. Like I, I make some pretty cool little videos and I haven't really decided what to do with them. I have like a collection of some pretty good entertainment stuff. And, you know, I'm thinking nice. about doing the TikTok thing. If I do it, you'll find out via the Instagram or the Facebook. Mm-hmm. All about content. You know. I'll let everyone know when I join. Beautiful. I'm just material. Well, I'll tell you what, we got we got about uh, two minutes here left with you. I got an idea for your first TikTok. Nice. You you put on the dress, you put on the boots, right? And then you do like a little okay. dance. And then you say, this dress, these boots, on eBay right now, starting bid, $2,000. Okay, should I write this down? Now. Yes. Should I write this down? That's a great idea. Okay. Hold on, let me. Transcript. Okay, it did it last time and paper wrote it down. Okay. <laughs> Take a memo. And then uh, when you uh, when you uh, finally make a lot of money off of that outfit, uh, you'll call me and say, uh, "Hey, Icon, uh, I got some other things I should sell. What do you think I should sell next?" You've got a lot of ideas. Yeah, maybe I'm like. Uh, you are. You like vinyl yeah. records? What do you got? Yeah. What, no, what um, it's a it's a it's a Volkswagen Beetle. Oh yeah. Oh okay. The well, vehicle. Well, what's, what's the what's the starting asking price for that? What year? And what year? Um, 2004. It's convertible. It's in great condition. It's baby blue. It's uh, I'd probably do like four thousand. And uh, uh, selling cars, man. You yeah, yeah. I need you a newer car. <laughs> You're selling cars tonight on the air. And you want to know how everything you can, must go. You want to know how you can get a lot of money for that? Four thousand out the door. Say his name. Ah. Uh, say the car's name is Herbie. The love bug. Oh my gosh, it's fully loaded. Listen <laughs> <laughs> to that, fully loaded as well. Oh, and you'll even call the station, Cash FM. You'll even, throw, you'll even throw in a picture of you sitting on the hood wearing that dress and the boots. <laughs> Is that okay? You know what? Here's the funny thing. I am going to take a photo shoot with this car before I sell it because it's so freaking cute. It looks like a blue Barbie car. It's so cute. If Barbie <laughs> wore blue instead of pink, that would be her car. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Ivy, uh, we, we do appreciate you taking time on your schedule. You've been awesome, and we're definitely going to have you on again. And uh, yeah, make okay. sure you uh, put in a good word with uh, Miss Dutch for us, and uh, we uh, and then maybe you can come on and co-host with us that day. I'm having a lot of fun. Okay, yeah, pass the Dutch. I will definitely send the <laughs> All right, Ivy, uh, thank you very much. Uh, we we love you. Cool. We'll definitely have you on with us again, okay? Go to YouTube and uh, look up YouTube. Hey, love you, bye. Love you, bye. Bye. Nice meeting you. All right, so it uh, looks like our next guest is Waving Wings. We need to take a quick little commercial break. We'll be back after these messages. So stick with us for our next big guest, and it will be big, trust me. Ladies and gentlemen, the new clocks are here. The new clocks are here. Yes, for a limited time, you can get your very own 89.1 Ken's FM clock. For a $25 donation, you can get a classic analog round-faced clock with the 89.1 Ken's FM logo on the front. Just go to our website, www.kensfm.com, and under the More Merch tab, you will find the clocks along with numerous other new merch you can order. Get yours now while supplies last. We have these in limited quantity, so order now at www.kensfm.com. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the...
green room and walking down the aisle. He's going to talk to us before, after, and during. He is Richard During. Hey, this is Richard During. You're listening to the Attitude Era Monday Live, Monday on 89.1, Ken's FM, with your host, the icon, and Penn Zing, also the modern nightmare, Mathis. How are you, man? Good to have you with us. What's what's new, uh, Richard? Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, would you like us to call you Richard, Mr. During, uh, uh, Richard Mr. Fine. Director? How is, oh, Richard, Richard okay, Fine. Cool. Yeah, we always want to make sure that we uh, address our guests the proper way because we don't want to uh, we don't want to offend, you know. Oh yeah, of course. All right, so Richard Durings, our guest here on eighty nine point one Ken's FM, and uh, we got well, we got uh, quite a few. Uh, we got we got about thirty minutes here with you, uh, and then uh, we'll take a pause for our top of the hour break, and then we'll come back. But before we do that, let's uh, talk a little bit about you. And if you want to give us a little background about yourself, I will uh, ask you some questions. Then uh, Ped Zing will ask you okay. some questions, and then we'll come back to me. I'm going to try and get a job in your next project. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. You want to know something about me? Yeah, go ahead. Give us a little background. And then we'll, uh, then oh, we'll okay, okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I've been an actor since 2009. Uh, I've been doing lots of projects, uh, a lot of indie projects. Just got done with, uh, just got done with a big, uh, nice project uh, called the Dark, the Dark House of Mystery, which we we shot that in a mansion in San. Yeah. Uh, I bet. Uh, then I just did another uh, film called Closet Monster and Clamma and uh, Doc Savage Man of Copper. That was a TV show, uh, and we, I did three episodes of, a, of the series. And we're gonna have a, a big premiere in um, Bakersfield on November. Uh, yeah, your, your phone your phone's cutting out there a little bit, uh, but uh, I want to ask oh, okay. you a little bit about uh, Doc uh, Savage. Uh, you play Mad Dog Ricky, and uh, yes, I play Mad said, Dog uh, Ricky. Now that was uh, you, that's a miniseries. Now is that uh, now were you just in three episodes, or that's always been made so far? <clears throat> I, I was in the main TV uh, mini mini uh, the, the TV movie. And then I was in three episodes of it. And is that, that that's still going and, on now, correct? It's not done. Uh, no, it's it's going to be going on some more. Okay. Um, and uh, but I played Ricky. Uh, I played Mad Dog Ricky, which was if you remember the A Team yep. show, the TV show, the A Team. Well, I played. Yep. It was kind of like my character was like Murdoch. Oh, Howie kind Mad Murdoch. Yeah, were, were you one of those guys that talked to himself all the time? Yep, I was like a crazy IT guy in this this TV show. And uh, did, how many times fun. in uh, how many times did you upstay at Mr. T? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, you, like I say, uh, we we have uh, we have Richard Durgan as our guest here. We got we got a lot of projects that you do that we want to talk to you about. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you can uh, talk about it because uh, we get all our information from IMDb. So if you uh, if this information is accurate, you'll have to uh, fire our uh, you'll have to fire IMDb, not our producer. But uh, not my fault. 
Yeah, retribution room. I did my due diligence. Are you able to talk about them? Who? Retribution room. Oh, retribution room. Oh, that's still yeah. that's still pre. I might haven't done that movie yet. Okay, that movie so is in pre-production. Sure. So you can't really talk about it. I get you. All right. How about? Uh, no, I can talk. I can talk about it. I mean, I can talk about what my character is. It's it's this guy that's. The movie's about. Kind of like Saw. Ooh. There's oh, wait a minute. four people, five people, that go to this house and they go through the whole thing of, of just like just so, like Saw. So are, you, are you the main? So you're the main character then, right? That's the shot here. Oh, okay. So I know I'm got a script. All right, and then another one I want to talk to you about. You mentioned that uh, you played Bill and Grandma. That's the uh, one I want to hear about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we want. Yeah, I'm going to ask you a little bit about that one. So uh, I'm guessing it's not all about uh, a uh, an older uh, senior citizen baking cookies. I'm guessing. No, 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 no. He's baking people. <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> in his so, in his restaurant. Uh, we got a live one. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That movie's pretty. Um, that pretty. That movie's pretty. It's kind of like Chainsaw Massacre, you know. Right now, when you uh, when you were casting that movie, uh, did you like read for just that part? You know, well, there's one thing I've never asked about. Uh, now, when you went in and, and tried out for the movie, did you read uh, for that part, or do they say uh, you did this character and then you like you like read this one character and you're like, no, nah, that doesn't really work no. for me, but I can. Well, no, this guy. I work. I work. I work. I work for Dustin Ferguson. He's a he's a big film producer here in Hollywood. He does lots of horror movies. Uh, I right. don't audition for him. I don't have to audition interesting. for him. He just, he's, I just get I get I just get the role when he wants me to do a role. So I, I added him as a Facebook friend today, so I look forward to talking to him on the show someday. Also. So hey, can you hook us up with him? Give us a give him a good word for us and say. Uh, talk to these guys, or if by the time the interview's over, you'll probably say, hey, if this guy calls, hang up. <laughs> Warn him. Yeah, so so I, I kind of got contacted with him myself, not my agent, not my manager. I just, I do a lot of networking myself, and I get contacts, and I, I try to meet people and try to get projects. That's what we're trying to, to do to build here with my, radio show. That's, 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 my, that's the way I build my... I build my IMBD pretty good that way. Um, I audition all the time, but I don't get a lot of the stuff. Not yet, anyways. And, uh, but I do a lot in, of indie films. Right, and you know, in Grandma, you've actually uh, uh, you've actually uh, were in the movie with a couple uh, friends of the show, uh, uh, Angel Bradford. Yeah, I don't know her, but I do know um, the one person that you interviewed, uh, and. Uh, what's her name? Oh, oh just now? It's not on the top of my head. Huh? You mean uh, no, the I... one that we just had on before you? No, no, not her. Um, Elana. Elana. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, she, I was, I was, I was with her. I was with her in Closet Monster. I was her okay. father in Closet Monster. I really want to see Closet Monster. I haven't been able to get that get that yet to watch. That's 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 that's, I'm that's a good really one. I, I, blow, I I I catch up and I burn up in flames in the end. 
Really? Spoiler alert. That's cool. Uh, well, I guess I'm not going to watch it now. Uh, uh, Richard Dering's our guest here on the Mad Point One Kids FM. Uh, uh, I'm going to let you. My weekend. I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you ask a few questions. Uh, we got we got about four minutes before we got to do the top of our break. So ask questions when I give you the okay. signal. I'll play the commercial break. So go ahead, uh, Pat. What do you got? Hey, I, I was going to have a clo- a closet monster theme party this weekend and watch it with all my friends and relatives. Oh, my gosh. Well, there goes that idea. So, uh, all right. Well, thanks for coming on our show. This is excellent. Um, it would be awesome if you can get, uh, if you, through the magic of uh, radio and television, if you could get uh, Dustin Ferguson to be a guest on our show. I added him today uh, into my Facebook uh, minions. So, uh, and can you tell us a little bit about, can I have a shorthand with him because you work with him so much? Uh, well, I know he, he makes a lot of films. I mean, he, he could pump out about 150 films a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very prolific. He he just did a big one called Spider Baby. Spider Baby. Um, I wasn't I wasn't in that, um, but it's a really cool Check movie. It it's in black and white. And oh, actually the movie the movie I'm doing just did, um, the dark the dark house of mystery, that's black and white. It's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, yeah, I love black. I don't know if you've seen the trailer yet. We have the trailers out. Right. Okay. Is that on YouTube? Can everyone go and uh, check it out right now? Yeah, it's on YouTube, yeah. And uh, what's the title again? Dark? The Dark Side, The Dark House of Mystery. Dark House of Mystery. All right, everybody check that mystery, out. Yes. Dark House. I open up, I open up, I open up as the, 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 uh, the billionaire that's dying in the movie, and he's giving his kids, be giving his kids inheritance. Uh, Plot thickens. Yeah, we filmed it in this big, huge mansion. I mean, it was was awesome. Nice. Uh, Richard Durning is our guest here on eighty-nine point one Kansas FM. We got about a few seconds here before our top of the hour break, and then we'll be back to you. But when you, uh, you know, you mentioned that uh, you know you've done a lot of projects with him, and you don't really try out. Is it just like? does he call, does does he call you up and say, "Hey, I'm doing this movie. You want to be part of it?" Or he just uh, uh, do you he call just, him he up calls, and say, he, "Hey, he, I heard you doing the movie. He, he, I should be part of that." He, he just emails me and says, "Hey, I got a role for you." So uh, you gotta tell me how 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 can we get uh, set up like yeah. that? Well, yeah. What's the uh, secret? I, that's one reason that we this radio show with the network into film and television. I just. It's his connections. That's all I know. <laughs> hey, uh, we're relying on you here to, to further our, 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 our film career. <laughs> but I... Well, our, our top of the hour breaks you is our only goal shortly. And then uh, what we'll do is then uh, after this, uh, after the break fires, we'll come back and then we'll uh, we'll uh, have a bite baby. Yeah, we'll have about 15 more minutes here with you. And then uh, we want to talk to you uh, about some other good stuff that you've done. I, I want to ask you more about Closet Monster. Yeah. And uh, how, okay. how fun that was. All right, we'll be right back. Yeah, listener-supported radio, so the programming you hear on our station is funded by our members and these local and area businesses. So, if your spring and summer projects include some concrete work, Elevated Concrete can help. They can be reached at 701-866-9018 or at Elevated Concrete on Facebook. 
Their concrete work includes driveways, sidewalks, walkways, approaches, garage floors, patios, and shed pads. Plus, they offer decorative or stamped concrete as well. And all estimates are free. They are ready right now for any concrete project you have. That's Elevated Concrete at 701-866-9018. You're listening to 89.1 Ken's FM, KNNZ-FM, Holly, Fargo-Moorhead. Independent public radio for Fargo-Moorhead and the Valley. Also on the web at www.kensfm.com. And we are back here with our guest, Richard Durek. So now you, uh, uh, you know, I'm sure IMDb does not have all the stuff that uh, you're involved in, but I'm sure you got you got a few more projects that uh, you're working on at this point, correct? Well, yeah. Uh, well, right now I'm not working on anything. No, I don't take a break. I just I just wait for something to come in. Uh my manager gets quite a few things for me. I I just I just I just did a, like three auditions last week. I, I do like three or four auditions a week. Now uh, what is there is is there a certain role that uh that you haven't played yet that that's like on your bucket list to play? Yeah, Western. Well, let me ask you this: What kind of what kind of western would you be like? The would you want to be the bad guy or the good guy or uh, the uh, the guy that turns his life around like a gambler? What what kind of western role would you want to play? Probably an outlaw. And would you uh, would you be the would you be that guy that can like spin his gun like a hundred times and then like shoot out the lights? <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. We can do it in post. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On, on the computer. Yeah, you, you, we we can get. We, I, I can. We got Photoshop. See, I know. I know how to spin. I can. I know how to spin a gun, so I could be like your stunt hand or something. Well, I'd like I to be in a it. western, and I also would like to be in a military movie, playing an officer. Oh, for sure. Uh, any particular uh, branch? It don't matter. My army. You know, I, I could see you as like a yeah, penetrating questions. I could see you as uh, with, with your cool look. Now, don't take this the wrong way, but as with your look, I could see you playing a um, a commander or uh, a basic a basic training uh, officer. You know, the, yeah. the the head guy that just yells at people. Yeah, drill sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think you'd make Sergeant, a great Sergeant, Sergeant for your look. Sergeant Carter from Gomer Pyle. <laughs> <laughs> now, hey, you said that I did. I wasn't going to go there. Uh, I, I have more. Icon, try to be nice to the guests. Yeah, I have. I have. Uh, You're never going to want to come back on the show if you keep berating him like I'm this. I'm just putting a little. I'm just putting a little humor in there, you know. <laughs> right. I, I, I was going to say I got. I got a little more respect for you than that. And uh, okay, we have uh, we have Richard Doring as our guest here. We have uh, while well, we have about uh, 15 minutes here. Thank you for your imaginary service in the films roles that you're going to have in the future. Right. Uh, and for those of you who listen to our Facebook page, if you, for those of you who listen to our show on a regular basis, if you go to our Facebook page, Attitude Era, Monday Live, Monday, like that. You go to 89.1, Kansas FM page, like that. You do a $10 month donation to the Tower. We'll get you automatically qualified to win a autograph picture from past guests, current guests, and future guests. And, Richard, I do believe that you did send us a few for giveaways, if I'm not mistaken. I think you did. Right. Yeah, I sent, I, sent, I sent you some headshots. Yes, I did. Yep, I Thank like you. that. 
Autograph. That's awesome. And uh, sweet. I don't know if you'd be willing to talk about this, but uh, I believe that uh, your mother was a model, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she was a model for Studio Seven. And uh, was, was that who? Was she the one that gave you the, uh, your taste for the your taste and love for the for the business, or did you just kind of develop well, that on your own? No, my my grandfather worked for 20th Century Fox back in the day. Really? Yeah, he was in well, charge was of production. He, oh, okay. So he was like one of those uh, he was like one of those guys that uh, <laughs> that was like in charge of the set, and no one could uh, 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 walk or breathe unless he said so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I like that. Uh, Richard Durings, our guest here on 89.1 Kent FM, and we got uh, well, we got about 11 minutes here. Now, uh, you know, you were um, you were born in Burbank, California. Now, I believe you lived in California all your life or most of your life, correct? I lived in California most of my life, except for the last the 13 years in Savannah, Georgia. Well, which I acted there prefer, too, which I was on. Do you prefer one location over the other? Uh huh. Well, do you, well, do you like living in Georgia, or would you rather live in California, or like no, uh, California? Oh, no, I live in California. It's too humid over there. For sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I but I did some work out there, so, you know, I, I, did, I, did like, I did like 16 indie films out there. Nice. No and credit, the other though, thing, I still had parts. I still had okay, parts. Now, here's my question. Now, about, uh, you said non-credited, so what, does that mean like... Uh, uh, you appeared in the movie. Uh, you're the reason uh, people. Uh, you're the reason why it made such a, a lot of money, and then you don't even. They don't give you credit, so they don't have to pay you. What? No, they paid me. I mean, some didn't oh. pay me, but but I did a lot. Of, I did a lot of other work too. I did. I'd done stand-in work for some films. I'd done photo doubles for some couple actors. We get paid in Chuck E. Cheese tokens. <laughs> yeah, but that's our you know, currency. I did some back. I started out doing some background work, you know, like for um, Underground, the TV series, the Slave Right. Railroad. I did about ten episodes of that as a background actor. That's where I kind of learned how to what the sets were all about and how they worked. So it was and a good experience. And if I'm not mistaken, uh. You're also a uh, you also like uh, riding horseback, correct? Yeah, I rode. Ho- I've been riding horses since I was ten years old. I've been in the rodeo. I rode. I, I rode buck. I'm bronc. Bronco. Wow. Bus, bus broncs. Oh my god. Oh, in my younger years, man. <laughs> Bronco Billy over here. So let me. Uh, so yeah. I'm guessing. Uh, if well, let me ask you this: If someone, uh, if some director. Cool. Uh, if some director uh, called you up and said, "Hey, I'm doing a uh, rodeo movie. Uh, we want you to get on this uh, uh, this bronking horse. Uh, no stunt, but we want you to do it." Would you do that, or would you like? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, no, but uh, I can uh, I can give you some pointers. I would do it. I'd do it. I might break my is back, there, but I'd do it. <laughs> I love the ride is horses. Kind of, is there any kind of role that you wouldn't take? Good question. Yeah, uh, porno movie. <laughs> hey, hey, we're PG thirteen. Yeah, just be careful. Well, he he, he, he well he was kind of tiptoeing around that. Uh, 
89.1 FM, and uh, we have... Uh, if you do, just wear a motorcycle helmet with the visor. We, we have uh, Richard During as our guest here on uh, 89.1 FM. Mm-hmm. My advice. we got about eight minutes here with our buddy. Uh, so, now, you uh, you mentioned that uh, you have a lot of uh, different uh, things going on. Uh, is there any projects that, uh, that you uh, are developing that uh, you want to make yourself that you can kind of uh, hint about? Well, there was one I was going to make at one time, but my writer kind of got frozen hands. He didn't couldn't write it. It was it was kind of a crazy film uh, called Liver Let uh, Liver Die. I was going to name it that because it was kind of a true experience I had. And, uh, it was all about this big drug bust that was up in Mariposa, California. But I don't I'm not doing it now. Well, is is it is it uh, is it like one of those things that uh, you get you you consider doing later, or is it just completely uh, is it just completely dead in the water? Well, it just depends if I can find a writer to do it. And uh, well, let, call no writers. Well, let me ask you this: What if I could hook you up with a writer? Hey, we know people. <laughs> yeah, we, do. we we know a guy. Well, maybe uh, we'll see. I mean. And then at the then at the after the movie's made, then at the end of where the credits are rolling, you can say, "I want to thank uh, Icon for uh, telling me to make this movie." And Pedro. And if you didn't like it, you can blame him. If you loved it, call me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Richard Dorney's our guest here. So uh, now I want to ask you. Let's go back a little bit about uh, the uh, the TV series. Uh, the miniseries, oh, Doc uh, Savage. Uh, Doc Savage. Uh, now you, you've been, like you said, you've been in three episodes. Uh, now is there a superhero? Um, Doc Savage was a superhero in the thirties, and and uh, kind of it's kind of like a it's kind of like a modern day Indiana Jones. Wow. And uh, uh, you, you said you've done three episodes. Uh, do you uh, uh, do you plan on? Uh, do, doing more, or was it like your character was like uh, a possible be a reoccurring character? I don't know. Or was I, it just like- I don't know. I don't know if there'll be any more. I would like there to be more, but I don't know for sure. Uh, I just go with the punches when they come in. Hey, don't you get know, If I get when I book <laughs> something, I book something. Yeah, that'd be nice. Well, yeah, if I, I don't, mean, we I don't. Uh, we we would definitely like to uh, see in that more. Because, uh, you know, it just said you have such an interesting character, Mad Dog Ricky. Yeah, I love it. That's one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. And um, that was great. Like I said, we're having a our premiere, our premiere for that is going to be on November 18th at Bakersfield's at a Comic Con. Uh, are you, uh, uh, is, is it going to be you and the whole cast or just you and the director? No, it's all cast. All cast, okay. And when is that going to be? At Bakersfield Comic Con. Well, do you know, do you have the dates yet? Yeah, November eighteenth and nineteenth. Okay, all right. The premieres yeah, on I, the nineteenth. When they yeah, I wish I could. I wish I could. Calendars. I wish I could. I, I wish I could uh, come out and uh, see you guys for that. Do you, do you like uh, now? Do you think uh, this will open up? Uh, a uh, a long line of going to different comic cons. Have you done uh, Have you done other comic cons in the past? No, I haven't really done comic cons. I mean, this would be the first one I go to. 
but you know, uh, uh, I'm going because I'm part of that cast, so I'm going to be there. Well, you know, the interesting thing about uh, Comic-Cons, and, um, you know, when we had uh, Jack O'Halloran on, of course, he was in uh, Superman 1 and 2. He was one of the, he was one of the uh, three bad guys. He was the big guy that didn't speak. And uh, he had told us about the first Comic-Con that he went to. And we'll, you can tell us, because we would like to have you back on again, you can tell us if this will be your experience. Yeah. He, he said he didn't want to do a Comic-Con because he didn't want to have a whole bunch of Trekkies coming up to him and saying, live long and prosper and all this stuff. <laughs> And they, like, told him, oh, it's not like that. And then he said the one thing that everybody always asked him when he was up there on stage doing the Comic-Con, they said, you talk? Because in the movies, he never said nothing. That was like a, that's like a, that's like a background actor. <laughs> if you don't talk, you're a background actor. <laughs> <laughs> we we got about uh, three minutes here. Uh, if our fans want to check you out and see you, you got a Facebook, an Instagram, YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok. How can our fans check you out? I got I got them all. Well, I don't got Twitter anymore, but I got I got Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, that's about it. Uh, oh, and, and that new that Instagram has, but I don't have nothing on it. Twins, all right, and then the. The one thing, the one surprise that I waited to talk to you about, the one uh, uh, project of yours that I, I, I want to ask you about, the Dark Horse, the, the Dark House Mystery. And uh, basically what it is is it's a killer in a, uh, in a gorilla suit. Uh, yes. What was your role in that? My role was Mr. Fitzgerald. I owned the mansion. Mr. Fitzgerald. I was... I was I was in the bed at my last breath. I was a terrible father to my four children. <laughs> You'll get your justice. So so basically, uh, you invited this guy to your house because they wouldn't do their they wouldn't do the dishes and do their homework. So you invited a guy in a gorilla costume. Well, all the children have to, all the children all the children have to stay the stay the night if they want their inheritance. See, that's the ah, whole pitch. Yeah, I like it. Wow, I, you know, I'm sorry I turned on a roll in that film. Hey, what were you thinking? I watched the trailer. It's, <laughs> on, you. it's on YouTube. Told him you regret it. Well, you, like you it. actually have, yeah, you actually have, uh, you actually co-starred with Ronnie Angel. The movie will be coming out soon. Times. Yeah, oh, I, Ronnie I, Angel, I, I know actually, him. I played with, I, I met him at the Closet Monster. Yes. Yeah, he was. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, when he was on, and I don't know if he'll admit this or not, but I said, uh, "Can you hook us up with Richard During uh, to be a guest on our show?" Because I wanted to talk to you, and uh, he was able to. Uh, uh, he told me how to find you. So if you want to know how I got your phone number, blame him. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like all the publicity I can get. Hey, the buck passes here. <laughs> Uh, well, you, you mentioned that uh, you're not uh, really doing any projects right now. Uh, how long do you no, think no, it'll I be? Just, I just one tonight though. Where it's actually right here in my hometown here. It's on some on this ranch, and I submitted to be a priest in this vampire yeah. demon movie called uh, Dead Night, Dead at Night. Oh, okay. Uh, and we'll see if I get an audition for, for this. I gotta see if I can get an audition for it first. All right. But it's like what? Well, you ever watched? Remember True Blood? Yep. Well, it's kind of like that, but it's on this ranch, 
um, this big ranch out here, and he's kind of like a shifter. He can change. He can change his his images from a vampire to something else, something else, something else, something else. You know, right. pretty good plot. So, so we'll see if I get an audition for that one. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, when you uh, when you land that role, I want you to uh, let us know. Uh, that way we can uh, have you back on to pitch it, and then we can get everybody watching. They're like on, you know what, we should have had, we, we're going gonna to cast this guy in every one of my projects because <laughs> he was on the Icon show, and look at all the people that are watching us now. Plus he's going to piggyback us into uh, roles in yeah, projects. Yeah, we hope so. <laughs> it's a win-win-win situation here we're talking about, Richard. Well, I'll t- I'll t- you're welcome. Uh, Richard, uh, Richard, you have been awesome. We want to thank you for being with us. And, uh, oh, you're welcome. And, uh, we'll definitely have you on again, and uh, we love you, man. And uh, be safe out there, and we'll uh, we'll chat with you shortly, soon, okay? Good times, good times. Okay, okay. You guys have a good night. All right, Richard Doring, ladies and gentlemen, that was awesome. Yeah. All right, so we need to take a quick little commercial break, uh, and then we'll be back after these messages, so stick with us. And we will be back after these messages. As you know, 89.1 Ken's FM is funded through donations by our listeners and sponsorships from area businesses. If your business would like to sponsor Ken's FM and reach thousands of young adults and college students every day, contact us at 218-585-3067 or at info at kensfm.com. Any one of us can help you get your sponsorship started. We have many packages available to fit your budget. So contact us today at 218-585-3067 or at info at kensfm.com. And thanks for listening to 89.1 Ken's FM. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. Well, actually, I think he's going to be shooping out of the green room. Ladies and gentlemen, he is an awesome director. He's joining us right now. He is Denny Schumann. Hey, this is Denny Schumann. You're listening to the Altitude Era Monday Live Mondays on 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the icon, and Ped Zing, also with the big swing and modern nightmare, Matthias. Hey, thanks for being on with us. How are you doing today, bud? Hey, I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Well, good. We got uh, Danny Schumann as our guest here. We got about uh, 38 minutes with our man. I got to ask you, uh, actually one of our fans sent in a, uh, um, a uh, question for you. Uh, because uh, okay. I, I, told, I told everybody going to be on. They, they, they want to know how many times have you been confused with Stephen King? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I wanted. That's what uh, I'm Zero, <laughs> unfortunately. Well, you got two right now. Yeah, I got me myself. Well, <laughs> I, guess, I guess maybe because you're... Shock it up. I guess maybe because you're better looking than he is, I guess. Yeah, yeah I've been told that now. Yeah. <laughs> got, yeah, I, yeah, I've been told that. I, I get that all the time. <laughs> uh, we have uh, uh, we have uh, Denny Schumann as our guest here on eighty nine point one Kens FM, and uh, I um, uh, I, I do want to uh, wish you a uh, a uh, belated a happy anniversary. Uh, you so- celebrate your anniversary on September twelfth. Congratulations! Oh, oh, well, uh, no longer actually. 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, no, I divorced okay. her two years ago. <laughs> Uh, well then, I, then I'm gonna then I'm gonna fire our producer and it's not him. It's not me. I didn't do it. Well, I'll tell you what, we have a, we have, a, we have a, I need my job. We have a Denny Schumann's on guest here on 89.110 FM. We're gonna talk to you about a lot of your projects. Uh, well, right now, the first one I do want to ask you about, and I've been really looking forward to uh, talking about this, is uh, the uh, the colors of uh, the colors of heck. We get we got to. Uh, we have to kind of uh, be PG-13. PG uh, you know which movie I'm talking about? You directed that. that was oh, really yes. Uh, 20, 20, 20, 20 yeah. uh, did, uh, how did COVID affect the production of that? Because it was done in 2020. Well, um, actually, we were gearing up for everything, and when COVID hit, it pretty much put an end to that. I've been sitting on it. I've already talked. Uh, Shannon Murray out in L.A. is coming in on that film, uh, our super starlet. I talked to her a few months ago. She's still interested. Uh, I'm still trying to get this going, and uh, I've been just—I've been doing mostly photography lately. But um, yeah, I want to get on the colors of heck. Uh, That's—I came up with the idea, and what I do is I talk to my friends that are writers, and uh, this one, Patrick Duffy, he's a guitarist and writer for a metal band called Break the Earth. He wrote it for me. I told him all the, everything I wanted pretty much in it, and he, he nailed it. And I sent a copy of the script to Shannon, and she loved it. She goes, I am in. Just let me know when. And it's taken a little bit longer than expected, but we are hoping to be rolling the ball soon. And uh, I, uh, now I don't know if you can talk about this right now, but one of the projects that you're currently working on is, is it called Barbenheimer? Barbieheimer, yes, uh, my my buddy Stephen Como, he does the uh, Santa Fe Fashion Week. He we we do photo shoots with uh, models. Sometimes we film uh, just just fun little things that he likes to put up on on online and everything. But uh, it was a lot of fun. We was in a uh, bomb shelter here in Albuquerque, you know, um, and um, it, we were down there for a few hours just to a, a shoot. The bomb shelter still had the emergency packet with it, so one of our models put the uh, little plastic robe on, which you know that would save you from falling out. So it was just it was it was pretty amusing, you know. But yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy. <laughs> you know, one thing that uh, you uh, one thing that uh, is interesting um, about uh, your career is uh, I mean you've just about done everything. You've been directing. You've been a camera operator. Uh, you've been uh, you've been a best boy electric. Uh, you've been a still photographer, and then uh, you you stepped into directing. Is was it was it kind of like a progression for you? You started out doing this, and then you worked your way up to this, and then you're like, you know what? I can do, I can be a director. Or kind of take us through a little bit about uh, the steps that you took to get to where you are right now. Oh. Well, um, okay, I started doing background in 2006. Uh, I did uh, Love Ranch on set with Joe Pesci, Helen Mirren, and uh, Brian Cranston. Uh, Taylor Hackford was the director. It was cool, man. We we even came up with a joke. How many takes does it take Taylor Hackford to do one scene? Always one more. And uh, <laughs> But um, I started doing that, and I loved it. That was my first background gig. I totally loved it. I actually got to meet Brian Cranston. We talked for a little bit, and I was excited, and I told him, my God, this is what I want to do. 
And Brian said, then do it or you're going to regret it later. And I took it to heart. I started, I signed up for some film classes at CNN here in Albuquerque and uh, met up a bunch of, you know, like-minded people, people who love to be creative. And, uh, yeah, for the longest time, I was a cinematographer on a bunch of stuff. Uh, I love to write as well. But uh, my buddy Orlando uh, one day just said, man, just get a director's seat. That's what you do anyway. It's, and so I'm like, okay. So I went into the director's seat. And, yeah, I love it. You know, but uh, it, it's kind of funny because I do still do uh, cinematographer, you know, on some movies. And I got to remember, I'm not the director on this one. I'm the cinematographer, you know, and uh, – it's just a blast. I just love being creative. You know, and, uh, well, let me ask you this, anything. though. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this, though. You mentioned that you're only a student photographer. Uh, do, do you ever try and, like, uh, see how, like, he's directing it, and do you ever try and give advice, or just, like, basically uh, uh, stay in your lane and, like, uh, you know, and, and not uh, not do that? Um. Well, I've been working a lot with uh, my buddy uh, David Perez, and uh, he's he, he even told me I, he learns a lot from me. He's a director, but uh, I worked on uh, I was cinematographer on his film. He's the cowboy, and uh, I just he, we just we really got along working together really well. I like him because he's creative, and uh, yeah, he's, he likes working with me. And he says he learns things, you know. And so we kind of. Both go in, you know, he, he'll he ask me questions and all, and uh, I'll, you know, give him my two cents and all. Um, there was one film I did, a 48-hour film fest, actually, that I was director and cinematographer on, and that's uh, Preacher's Little Secret, written by Rod Smith. Uh, great little film we did. I was director and cinematographer on that. You can find it on YouTube. I'm still very proud of that film. Uh, we had a great crew, great team. Uh, it was a blast to make. And uh, I don't know, horror has always been one of my favorite, really. Uh, we're we're going to uh, 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 my co-host, Pez Means, going to ask you a few questions. One of the questions I do want to ask you, you mentioned about uh, uh, Joe Pesci. Uh, did did you uh, did you get to hang out with Joe Pesci and meet Joe Pesci? He knows a guy named Joe well, Pesci. Well, we, we worked. We, <laughs> I wish. We, he was about two feet away from me. But as, as a background, you know, we was doing the boxing scene for Bub Ranch at Tingley Coliseum, and we did uh, three 14-hour days and 12-hour day. And all that time, Joe was there, so I guess we did. I did I did get a lot of screen time on there, which I was really happy with. And the fun thing is that it was set in 1976, so everybody was wearing, it was dressed up like it's 1976. And it, it was just, it was amazing. It, it really was amazing. <laughs> yeah, the reason, the reason why I was asking about uh, Joe Pesci is uh, I was just wondering if uh, uh, his bodyguard, Tommy DeVito, was hanging around Tommy there. DeVito. If you got to meet Tommy DeVito. No, no, I didn't get to see him. No, no. We are just uh, pretty much sitting in the bleachers doing our thing and then, you know, lunch call. We went back out and reset. Uh, but, no, no, I didn't, didn't really get to talk to Joe Pesci. Brian Cranston was super nice. Uh, he came up and actually started talking to me, which was really cool. And it was funny because, you know, they were just about to do Breaking Bad. Of course, he didn't mention that at all, but it blew my mind. <laughs> like, man, right here in Albuquerque, you know. 
That'd be cool. Yeah, because I learned one thing about Joe Pesci. You don't ever want to go up to Joe Pesci and say, so tell me, what was it like getting beat up by an a eighth grader? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not do that to, to him. No, never. Danny <laughs> uh, Schumann's our guest. I want to introduce you to uh, Ped Singh, my co-host. What do you got, uh, Ped Singh? Go ahead. All right. Hey, uh, welcome to the uh, show uh, tonight. Thanks for uh, coming on board here. The video greatness. That is this. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I'm kind of known. I'm a radio mime. I'm a world premiere and preeminent radio mime and radio trick. I'm, I'm learning radio trick roping, roping right now. But um, I got to ask you, uh, I asked the penetrating question. I'm kind of known for that here. So, now, first off, uh, do you prefer to be called Dempster or, sh- or uh, Shoop? I'm, I'm leaning towards calling it Shoop. Can I call it Shoop, by the way? Um, yeah, yeah, that's fine, yeah. Yeah, all the girls in high school used to go call me Shoop. You know, shoot, shoot, shoot the song. You know, they'd always sing that to me. Uh, I didn't mind. Uh, yeah. Well, Dempster hey, actually, yeah, that's... Did, Dempster did you, did you from... Get, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Did, did you ever get mad at uh, uh, Salt and Pepper because they, they sang the song, I Want to Shoot, they named, uh, that was after you. Uh, did you ever get your residuals for that? No, no, no. They just gave me some loving. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to thank you for being my first friend that's named Shoop, that I can call Shoop. Oh, cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, some people call me Shoopy. Uh, I had Denster. Yeah, I, I, I used to write for a magazine down in Florida, Lucky 13 magazine, and uh, Denster was my call name on that. And it was a lot of fun. I got interviewed Green Day in my kitchen in 92, and... It was a blast. We had a good time partying with a bunch of bands. <laughs> so that's cool. where Dinster came from. <laughs> like that's the kind of stuff I imagine a shoot doing when he did, went in Florida, yeah. you know? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, shoot yeah. Classic shoot. Classic shoot. Shoot. Yeah, that's me. That's a great nickname. Yeah, thank you, man. Anyway, uh, yeah, since you don't have a question, we'll just move back here. Uh, Dennis Schumann, well, I guess. That was my on, question. Yeah, we're on 89.1 Ken's FM. I wonder uh, about the movie Neighbors. Yeah, let's 2018. Yeah, uh, can, oh, neighbors. Can we talk? Neighbors. Let's yeah, talk about that's that. what that was my question, really. I'll okay, get to well, that icon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one night, um, I, I thought about it. You know how everybody complains, nobody knows their neighbors anymore? So right. I had, uh, I, I thought of this idea, I wrote it and everything, where one neighbor wants to meet everybody else. And so they get to the community center you know, and they all start showing up one or one at a time. One's a witch. One's a vampire. One's, uh, uh, you know, yeah, one's like a, a murderer. You know, and uh, it's just, but but you know, they they, they hang out. They part. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, Denny Shootman. I have a uh, channel on YouTube that uh, you can find it on. I will find it. Also, my production company is Fried Ice Productions, and I have a ch- channel for that one too. But, um, so, you know, at the end of it, it's pretty much, geez, you know, they pretty much regret meeting their neighbors. Because <laughs> now, right. now they're scared because now they know who their neighbors are. <laughs> you know? right. Because they were off before. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. That looks a really cool idea. I love it. Is it one, oh, yeah, thank it you. Out. Thank you. It was fun. It was a lot of fun, yeah. And uh, I have a comedy series, Irish and Albuquerque. Uh, we shot one episode and then COVID hit, and we couldn't shoot anymore. So I wrote five more episodes, 
And I'd really like to try to pitch that off to uh, a streaming network, you know, uh, Netflix, whoever, you know. But, uh, yeah, Irish and Albuquerque is a comedy. I think that's too. That leads yeah. me to my next question. Um, Scott, um, I believe you have uh, some job propositions for, for uh, us to be employed with. What, what name did you use? Uh, Shoop. No, you said Scott. Quick oh, icon. Icon. Fine. Right. You need a Shoop. He's an icon. Anyway, uh, so, uh, Danny, now you got, I'm, I'm sure you got a couple of projects in the fire that you're working on now or are in development. Yes, yes, I do. Uh, now, uh, let me ask you this. Are you looking for uh, extras and people to come work for you? There we go. <laughs> no, what's that? Are you looking for uh, people who, are you looking for extras? Are you looking for guys that uh, would come out and work for you uh, for little or no money until the uh, money, uh, until the movie makes a million bucks? Yes, yes. I mean, well, if you're if you're a filmmaker, that's pretty much what you're doing. You know, uh, people say you're a filmmaker. Why don't why don't you live in a mansion? You know, I show them my IMDb and everything, and there's why aren't you in a mansion? I'm like, man, just because you made a few movies don't mean you're super rich all of a sudden. You know, it takes time. You know, things catch. You know, but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I mean, I still do background work. You know, and I, I just love being on the set. Period. No, but, so uh, if it, yeah, yeah. So if it, if it was one of those deals, uh, you know, when people think that just because you're a director, you make a lot of money, uh, mm-hmm. are you? Do you ever say like, uh, well, uh, where is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, wait, well, no, no. yeah. I must have left in my Lamborghini that I misplaced, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, like, I mean, uh, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. You like own a Lamborghini, and you like uh, they're like, well, where is it? Well, uh, if I could, uh, um, if my next film makes enough money, I can get it out of the, <laughs> the impound yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. No. <laughs> and uh, this is you are, uh, <laughs> and I do believe uh, you uh, you attended a recording workshop in Ohio, correct? So you got to be a Buckeyes man, right? Uh, well, I actually went there. It was in Chillicothe, Ohio, uh, the recording workshop. No, actually, that's the only time I've actually been through Hawaii or through Ohio. Um, I think I drove through before that, but that was the only time I was there was attending that school. Uh, I love audio production. I, I I love being creative on everything, and so I love doing uh, engineering on a CD, remixes, and all that good stuff. It's a blast. How many of uh... you? How many uh, how many projects do you have in the works right now uh, that you could talk about, and how many uh, that you have in the works that you can't really talk about right now? Well, I have two um, Irish and Albuquerque's coming up, and the Colors of Hell's coming up, and then I have a water protection film that I started a couple of years ago. Um, it was originally called uh, Tell Me Again, Grandfather, but I think we're going to rename it. That's the uh, um, it's the working title. But I, I had to put that on hold, um, but you know, because of other things coming up and everything. Uh, but, that's, yeah, that's about it. Uh, also, I'm wanting to get more into acting. Last thing I was acting in was Apache Junction, shooting at uh, Stuart Townsend. Great guy. I loved him in uh, Queen of the Damned. And... Uh, but, yeah, I want to get more into acting. So I, I came up with an idea. Of course, what do they want if you, when you 
if you're an actor, what do they want to see? Your actor's real. So I'm getting a, I got a small group together now that uh, we're, what we're doing is we're doing one-scene scripts. We're shooting these one-scene scripts. Whoever participates, I'm doing the editing and everything. Whoever participates is going to get a copy of that reel for their acting reel. That's a good and, idea. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah, we, uh, me and Marvin Gouch did one already, and uh, me and Scott Abel's, uh local actors, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm serious, you know, people that's actually serious in the acting and all. And, uh, yeah, we're doing that. I'm trying to get that going now uh, on top of everything else. <laughs> so let me ask you this. How does, a, how does a guy like me in a town like this get to become part of your inner yeah. circle? Me too. Well, you're, you're cool. You're in my circle, man. <laughs> yes. X-Troop, that means a lot. You know? and, and, I, and, and, and you actually gave me your phone number, which is uh, most people don't do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, good. <laughs> okay. uh, we have uh, Danny Schumann as our guest here on 89.1 Kent FM And for those of you who listen to our show on a regular basis If you go to our Facebook page As you do air on Monday Live Monday like that Go to 89.1 Kent FM page like that Do a $10 a month donation Follow the tower We'll get you automatically qualified to win an autograph picture From past guests, current guests, future guests And I do believe that uh, Danny, I do believe you did send us a few Yes Okay, perfect, thank you I- I think I did. Wait a minute. Wait, did I? I know we were talking about this months ago. I, wait, I could definitely forget some printed up and sign them and send them to you. Well, yeah. Oh, that's right. I, get on it. I, I think you. I, I think that you're in the process. You, you were going to try and get some put together for us and send us to us. Likely story. Um, yeah, I, I can. Yeah, I, I will. I will. Uh, uh, that's cool. We have uh, uh, Danny Shootman, the Shootmaster, Shoot. is our guest here. Uh, another thing I want to ask you about is, uh, I don't know if it was a uh, Western or uh, what it was. Uh, you were a cinematographer in it. Uh, uh, is it Sane Day? Sane Day. Uh, yeah, Sane Day. That was a film. Uh, I had some buddies come down from Oklahoma, and we shot that. Uh, West Duty even came in. But what it was, it was a bunch of uh, uh, Ricky Lee was in there. Uh, J.R. Matthews was the direct, uh, director and all, which actually he uh, had a heart attack. Um, and uh, he had to actually step down, which put me into the, into the cinematographer's spot, which was uh, pretty cool. We shot it down at County Gabriella, down by the uh, those giant satellites down south from here. I'm not from here. I'm, uh, I grew up uh, Army brat. Grew up in Germany for 14 years and graduated to Wiesbaden. So I'm, I still I don't know the whole New Mexico and everything, but uh, it was a lot of fun. It never I don't know why it hasn't been released yet. We did have a screening a couple a few years ago at the uh, 48 nine hour film fest up in Santa Fe, and actually we got the award. Uh, well, that, that was that was really cool. No way. I got the you're... award. I was a director on a, a, another film, Mountain Spirit, that my buddy Orlando brought me in. That's what we got an award on. <laughs> Sorry about that. Now, when you're uh, when you're when you're directing and uh, you're you're producing the film yourself and putting up putting up all the money, uh-huh. do you? Uh, do you have a, a different philosophy about uh, how long you want to? Uh, 
you want to shoot a movie? Uh, do you want to like have like a short production? Like you want to get the the film shot in like 20 days, or uh, let's uh, shoot like seven days now, and then we'll take a break and come back. Well, what are your philosophy on that? Well, I'd rather you know I I like to shoot it as you know as fast as we can. Um, Irish and Albuquerque uh, episode one was probably shot within, you know, in a time of a year. So, I mean, it, it's really odd. I was editing it. I'm like, oh, my God, his hair's longer than it was, but, you know, earlier this last thing. Uh, you know, but I, I try, you know, just for continuity purposes and all, I try to keep it where it's, you know, we we do a quick run and that's it. Um, episode two of Irish and Albuquerque, I believe we could probably shoot that in probably two and a half to three weeks. Know, and uh, so yeah, I, I try to you know steamroll through it pretty much. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong. If uh, I think you're uh, you uh, you must I think you're friends with one of my movie heroes. You have to correct me if I'm wrong on this. Uh, I do believe that you're good friends with Lou Diamond Phillips. What? Oh well, yeah, we had coffee a few times. I um, I was doing I was working uh, on Longmire a lot on background. And, Actually, the first time I met him, talked to him, shook his hand, got a picture. Next time, uh, I went up early, went through a wardrobe. I was all set, kicking back, drinking a coffee, and here comes Luke. And he comes up, leans against the truck with me, and we just start talking. We start, we talked for like 30 minutes, just about the morning and how things were going. Really cool guy, awesome guy, really down to earth. So he's just normal guy. Great guy. You, 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 when you said, hey, Lou, he didn't come up. You said, hey, I'm Mr. Phillips to you. <laughs> no, no, no. He's so down to earth, it's it's not even funny. He's, yeah, now, he was like, hey. You know, he recognized me because I'd been on there so many times. You know, and he'd see me, you know, at the background. In some of the saloon shoots, you, know, you know, the red pony and all. You know, I understand it, uh, 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 Danny, if you don't want to um, – if you don't want to answer this question, but is there any uh, one particular actor, actress, like that you just love working with, that uh, you want them to be involved in all your projects? And I know, you, and you can't name me because that name icon. You can't name me because that'd be too easy. Right. I'd be slammed down. Oh man! Well, shoot, that really sends it down then. Uh, <laughs> let's <Good one>. see. <laughs> this guy. I don't know. <laughs> I, um, Last, man, last, last year I was a boom operator on Jade, and uh, I got to work with Mickey Rourke. He, I thought he was a great guy. Cool. Uh, when we wrapped yeah. him, he even gave me a hug. He said, thanks, brother, and he gave me a hug. And I was like, you know, heck, yeah. Gee, you know, Mickey Rourke, any time, man. You know, really awesome dude. You know, ah, worked, cool. It was only a week, you know. Uh, 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 Shana West also. Uh, man, she's 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 pretty bad. At, um, I don't know if I can say that word. Um, but she had katanas and uh, you know samurai. It's a great James Banford was the director on that. I was a boom operator on it, and uh, James is an awesome guy. He even sent me a picture of uh, Mickey. I'm like Mickey. He goes, look in the sunglasses, and you can see my reflection holding the boom mic up. So there's a picture of me and Mickey. <laughs> Excellent. And James even said, if you don't print this out and frame it, I'm coming back down to Albuquerque and kicking your butt. 
you know, which Great. I thought was hilarious, you know, and I, I, yeah, I printed it out and I got it hanging on my wall. <laughs> Definitely. Well, let me ask you this. But, yeah. uh, uh, let, let me ask you this, Andy. Who, who would you say would be your biggest inspiration to do what you're doing? Oh, wow. Um, Man. I like I like horror a lot, so uh Clive Barker. Uh big huge fan of Clive Barker. Uh all the Hellraisers. I even did a Hellraiser photo shoot I, with my buddy. I saw your I saw on your profile your Hellraiser picture. I shared it to my to my site there. Please add me as a friend there. P E D X I. Oh, okay, cool. Oh you bet, man. Cool you picture. bet, yeah, definitely. Good caption yeah, thank too. You, I don't man. want to everyone, but uh Go to my page and his page, and you can check it out. Oh, okay, awesome, man. Thank you. Love Hellraiser. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you know more more stuff like that, but I also like the comedy stuff. You know, uh, uh, my God, I, I'd love to work with Henry Henry Winkler. You know, uh, that'd be oh, an honor. You know, the Fonz. Come on, yeah. Who wouldn't want to work with the Fonz? You know. Uh, I saw that show he's on, Barry. That's really dark, but Barry, interesting. I love Barry. Oh, man. Well, yeah, time, yeah. I lived, I lived in uh, L.A. for a while in Hollywood, and I was a um, paid audience member on the Hollywood Squares, and he was a, he was a producer, and the Fonz actually came out and said hi to us. It blew my mind. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I bet. He seemed like he would be a very nice guy. Sweet, sweet Earth, guy. You know. And then Charlotte came out and played, yeah. played guitar for us. <laughs> it was so big. Oh, cool. <laughs> you know, I um, I actually got to uh, meet Henry Winkler. Wow. Uh, I I can't remember yeah. if it was Comic Con or whatever whatever the event was. That's awesome. And uh, you know, I I didn't ask him about the Fonz. I actually spent most of the time asking him about MacGyver because uh, he was a producer oh, really? on that. He was one of the creators oh. of MacGyver cool show. And oh, wow. I, I didn't even yeah. ask about the Fonz. He said, is that all you want to ask me about is MacGyver? I'm like, well, did you do anything else? He's like, uh, <laughs> oh, man. <Okay>. No. <laughs> yeah. and, and at, first, at first he got mad because he thought I was serious. I'm like, no, I know I know you. And then he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It, it was perfect. Yeah, it was. Oh, he, yeah. Almost, and he thought he thought twice about it, thought better of it, and he put the comb away. Uh, Danny Schumann's our guest here on Danny Schumann's uh, our guest here on 89.1 Kids Hip and we got about 11 minutes here with uh, uh, Mr. Schumann sure. so, so, real, so we can uh, so we don't forget this if our fans yeah. want to check you out and see it you got a Facebook an Instagram YouTube Twitter Twitch and TikTok what do you got lay it on us okay I have uh, on Instagram I have, my personal one is Denser65 and then I also have Danny Schumann Photography on Instagram I just recently started up a TikTok for my photography business, Denny Schumann Photography, and I'm making videos and putting those up now. I'm on Facebook. Uh, I'm on YouTube. Fried Ice Productions is my production company. Denny Schumann's my page. A uh, bunch of videos. You can see my uh, how when I first started doing some uh, music videos for friends or just live stuff. And... Uh, you can see how things progress, progress to where I'm at now. Um, but, yeah, I think that's it. I never really went on the Twitter. Never really got onto that. You know, but, and one thing I noticed 
uh, on IMDb.com is is how many different looks that you've had over the years. Yeah, it, it's just amazing. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, I actually had a friend. Uh, I lived in, in uh, Pensacola, Florida, for nine years, and I had a friend that I'd only see her like maybe once every six months or a year or so. And every time she goes, every time I see you, you look different. Jeez, yeah. you know, I'm like, hey, you know, long hair, short hair, goatee, beard, you know, whatever, you know. But you pull it I'm up. like, man, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's good, you know, and I think my acting, you know, it's going to be helpful for my acting, too. 100%. You know, uh, I got a, I've had quite a bit of looks. <laughs> now, now this was a fan. This was a fan question. This was not. This is not coming from us. Uh, the, the fan question was: uh, There's a there's a picture that you don't see on imdb.com. You're holding an award, and uh, you have long hair and you have like a long uh, beard. Uh, uh-huh. uh, the the fan was wondering: Was that when you were in the witness protection program? <laughs> oh yes, yes, I am. That's yeah, I, I still am. I try, you know. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. Chat room is wild. You guys, jeez, you guys, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was uh, uh, well. Could, yeah, could you tell us about that award, uh, the New Mexico uh, Film Foundation? What was that award that you're holding there? That was for Mountain Spirit. It was uh, my friend Orlando Skidmore, his film, and uh, he called me one day and asked, "Hey, man, you want to be director of my film?" I'm like, "Sure," and he sent me the script, and uh, I got uh, I pulled in half the crew and the uh, some of the actors too, and we shot it all in one day and. Uh, he did a few things on the side, but uh, I thought it came out really good. He's planning on continuing it. Uh, I think he's planning on directing it next time. But, yeah, Orlando Skidmore's a great guy, good friend of mine, uh, busy guy. I, need to, I, I like to talk to him more. But, um, so that's what that was for. We won the award. It was a 49-hour film fest. Um, we had quite a few people. Max Gell. I don't know if you guys remember that show, Barney Miller, but Max Gell was there. My favorite role, uh, Max Gell, was uh, from DC Cab. Oh, yeah, Mr. Keith. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yep. he was in that film, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a really I, nice guy. There's a picture of us uh, there somewhere. But, but, yeah, Max Gell is right there with us. Yeah, really nice guy. And one thing I do want to ask you about, maybe you can clarify this if, if this is true, uh, you actually got your first camera when you were 10 years old, is that correct? Yes, my dad actually used an old Kodak film camera. Uh, my dad bought it for me, and I loved it. I ran out, but I was disappointed that my pictures didn't look like National Geographic. But then I found out later, you know, they they take thousands of pictures, and out of the thousands of pictures, only a few are actually good enough for the magazine. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Well, let me ask you, did, did at least make your parents' refrigerator? The big time. Oh, it's a, yes, some of them That's did, really yes. <laughs> yes, right? yes, some of them did. I, you know, I, I, I really like to... I I like exploring the uh, with the black and white film too. I I was so happy once digital came about. Now I could you know I, uh, two weeks ago I went to the uh, Pagan Pride Fest here in uh, Albuquerque and I took over twelve hundred pictures. You know and I'm like hey I couldn't do that with film. <laughs> you know? 
Now, did you? Uh, I love did you mentioned black and white films, uh, pictures. Uh, did you learn to develop your own pictures too? I did. Yes, I did. Uh, was in probably, the dark room and everything. That was probably one of my favorite that. things to do. Me too. Uh, was uh, uh, taking Photoshop, uh, uh, taking photo uh, in um, in high school. Uh, I took print oh, shop yeah? and I actually learned how to develop film, and that was one of my favorite things to do Me ever. Too. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, do you remember man. what model camera it was that you got? Oh, what's that? Do you remember what the model camera was that you got when you were 10? Oh, it was a cheap Kodak, uh, probably about 25 bucks, you know. <laughs> you know, my brother got one, too. And uh, I didn't, I didn't, you know, to me, it was a blessing because, you know, I, 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 uh, I always wanted to be creative. You know, my dad wanted me to play baseball. I wanted to play a guitar. You know, <laughs> I was I was pretty much the black sheep of my family. Um, I was a peace loving hippie, you know. <laughs> so who's a better photographer than you and your brother? Me. My brother didn't keep up with it. And, you know, I, I picked it up. I, I picked it up again a few years ago, and uh, the first snap thing I did, uh, Anastasia Peralta got into the Rio Grande River. And I snapped it with my 10 millimeter, and everybody just went bonkers. They're like, "Oh my God, this is incredible!" You know, before Light everybody angle. was saying, "Don't, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it's slightly fisheye," you know. And I, it looks amazing, like clouds and everything, you know. And she's there in a white dress in the river, and um, I don't know. Everybody told I have an eye for it. Uh, a lot of people have asked me to teach. Teach me how to shoot like you do. I'm like, I could try, man, but I don't know. I've gotten, I've, I've had uh, with my my buddy Roger Burt. He's been photographer for 50 years. He says my stuff's blowing him away. I'm like, dude, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Really. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Get some good feedback. Yeah, it it is. Well, it really is. There, there is one thing I got to ask you about because you have one thing in common with my dad. Oh, what's up? Uh, when he was uh, when he was uh, drafted in the army in the sixties, uh, he had uh, basic training in Germany. And you uh, lived fourteen years in Germany. When did you live in Germany? From what year to what year? Oh well, it was back and forth. Um, my dad would usually stay four years uh, each place. You know, the uh, Hanau was. Geez, it make me say pretty much say my age. Uh, in Hanau, let's see, well, Fort, I was born in Colorado, in uh, Fort Carson in Colorado. Um, then we was in Hanau, I'm going to say probably 68, to, no, 69 to 73. And then my dad was stationed at Fort Campbell, Kentucky. And uh, we lived in Clarksville, Tennessee. Went to school there, and then after four years, we went to Würzburg, Germany, from, it was 1977. We got there, and a couple of months later, Elvis had passed away. I remember that. And then we left in 81, back to Clarksville, or Fort Campbell for him. We lived in Clarksville. My dad never really liked us living on base, which I'm very grateful for. And, uh, yeah, I... I... 
my my uh, I was going to have my dad listen to this, but I cannot remember the years he was. Ha- uh, he, I believe, he was drafted in. I want to say six. He was in Germany in '63 and '64, or '62 and '63. Um, I, I I can't I cannot remember. But uh, anyway, he was telling me about th- cities like uh, Spangdahlem and Zutzbitz and. Uh, you know, uh, drinking a ten cent Heineken and having potato sprites. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the Zutphen—that's a mountain. That's a nice mountain. I skied off of that. It's outside of Birch's Garden. Um, oh no, Garmisch. Garmisch. My bad. Garmisch. Yeah. Uh, the thing about being a military brat. Even in sixth grade, we went on a uh, like a graduation trip and. In sixth grade, we went to Garmisch and uh, on a ski trip for a week, which was awesome. Um, had a had a blast, you know. Um, but yeah, and that, I I wasn't even born then when your dad was there. But uh, I, I I loved it, you know. When when the um, the second time we went to Fort Campbell, we wasn't even there for two years, and we went back to uh, Germany to Wiesbaden. And uh, so after I graduated, to, I stayed a few years. Did you learn how What's to speak that? German when you were there? Did you learn how to speak German I, when you were there? Actually, my mom's German. Um, I learned, but I, I learned some, but I forgot a lot. See, that's what you and I have in common. My my mom's German as well. Oh, okay. So I, I guess you and uh, I'm German and Norwegian, so you can tell you can tell I'm a good guy. <laughs> hey, I'm German and Norwegian. Oh, definitely, man. You gotta be. Uh, we got about uh, two minutes here uh, left with you. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what, uh, Danny, we do want to thank you for uh, being with us. You have been awesome, and we love yeah. you, and we thank you so much. And we, we, we would oh, love to have you, you back man. on again. Thank you. Shoot, shoot, shoot. And uh, the next time you do a project, yeah, you, need, you need a couple extras, uh, we'd love to come down and work for We're you. We're in. Okay, awesome, man. Yeah, that sounds great. We're yeah, fans. Anytime, All man. Right. All, All right, keep you in touch. For- all right, take care, bud. Have a good night. We love you. Take care. All right, thank you, man. Love you guys, too. Thank you again. Hey, bye-bye. All right, thank you. All right, bye-bye. Shoot both. Uh, we got uh, Denny Shootman there, and uh, we got about uh, a couple minutes here before our uh, theme song hit. I, I have a friend named Shootman. There you go. Do you know there that? You go. Uh, hey, you know, we got a big shoe uh, next week. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah. Are we going to have time for my trick roping? Ready to trick roping today? We'll have to do that next week. Oh, shoot. Okay. Because uh, uh, Matthias wants to see it. Oh, that's right, yep. Okay. So uh yeah, we got a big show next, next week. Week. Uh, if you wanna see uh if you wanna see what we got on next week, uh you just go to our Facebook page, uh Attitude Era Live and you'll see who's gonna be on next week. Uh they all have been confirmed. This is a really good show today. Yeah. I have a lot of fun meeting our new friends. Yeah, so uh they all have been confirmed, so they'll all be with us. Can't so, wait for next week. Yeah, so go on and check uh who's gonna be on. You gotta go to our Facebook page, like it and follow it. And uh, it's three guests, right? Yep, all every week. week. Every week. And we have a theme song we're going to play later, right? Right. And also, um, I, I usually don't uh, look into the future, but <laughs> I am so cool. proud of uh, oh, the, yeah. guests, the guests I booked over the last week. Yeah, you've been doing some great uh, major yeah. things behind the scenes here. We're going to have James Gindofini's son, Michael, what? on with us. Can't believe it. Uh, we are going to have Al Pacino's stepmother on with us. No way. And we're also going to have Bobby Heenan's daughter on with us. you got to be kidding. Bobby the Brain Heenan's daughter. you got, so. you got all three of those guys. 
On the same show, as a matter of fact. On the same show. I'm proud of you. They're, they're sending us out of here. So until next week, out. remember, it's not goodbye. It's just good night. Uh, love each other, care for each other. Come join us every Monday night here on 89.1 Kens FM, where we will always be here to entertain. Join us next week. Until then, be safe. We love you. Zing out. Homegrown rock and roll on 89.1 Ken's FM. Thanks for listening to 89.1 Ken's FM. We are listening to radio, so the programming you hear on our station is funded by our members and these local and area businesses. Remember when you were a kid and your mom made fresh baked bread and you couldn't wait to get a slice of that homemade goodness? Walking into Breadsmith's of Fargo will give you that same sensation. They offer fresh-baked artisan breads made from scratch every day, baked in a huge earth oven. Breadsmith's of Fargo is located at 1617 32nd Avenue South in Fargo. They are open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday and 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturdays. And they are also on the web at www.breadsmith.com. You're listening to 89.1, Ken's FM, KNMZ, Holly, Fargo-Moorhead. Independent public radio for Fargo-Moorhead and the Valley. Also on the web at 